0: All right, we are back on KOVE, talking Wyoming Cowboys. And to do that, we bring in the beat writer for the University of Wyoming, Alex Taylor, joins us from WYO Sports. Uh, Alex, first of all, happy holidays. Thanks for taking a little bit uh, of time from your busy week to join us. How are things in Laramie?
1: Oh, just got some snow. We just missed out on a snow game here by... Couple days, but uh, I'm doing I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, Happy Holidays to you too.
0: Absolutely, uh, for folks, I, and I know a lot of people have been keeping up with you the last couple of years. But give us a couple bullet points on your background, where are you from, and how'd you get to uh, the Wyoming beat writer job?
1: Uh, so I'm, uh, I grew up in Michigan, and then I uh, went to went to school in Tampa, and then I moved. Uh, I was covering the two high schools up in Gillette for uh, from. 2020 to about uh, 2022, so about two years up there, and then uh, this job opened up here, and uh, my current boss reached out to me and uh, asked if I wanted it, and uh, here we are.
0: Awesome. Uh, favorite memory in the last couple of years covering this team? Maybe a, a favorite venue you've been to or experience you've had covering the Pokes?
1: Ooh, I think um, I think that trip to Austin was probably up there for uh, for the football game and. Uh, September. That was obviously the biggest crowd I've been been around, um, and it was cool. It was cool going to Boise. I, I know a lot of people might not like hearing that, but uh, me not being from here, uh, I had never uh, never seen the blue turf in person. So that was that was a pretty cool experience too.
0: Definitely. Uh, As far as you can tell, how's kind of morale around this Wyoming team? I know there were a couple sort of disappointing losses in there, but all things considered, it's been a pretty successful season. They're coming off of the Hawaii win. How's team morale headed to uh, the final game of the regular season?
1: Uh, I'd say overall, I mean, it's still pretty good. I mean, obviously there's some uh, spirits are a little down just since they were eliminated from the mountain west title contention with that loss at unlv but i think overall i mean i think the message has been pretty consistent of finishing out the season strong as as we know they lost the last three games of their season last year and a lot of these guys this year were were there for that and don't want that to happen again so they uh I know it's kind of a I don't want to say meaningless game or anything, but uh, this is this Nevada game is kind of an opportunity for for them to go get that elusive first road win and kind of get some momentum going into whatever bowl game they end up in.
0: What has been the problem on the road? And it may have kind of come on sort of subtly because they went to Austin and looked good through three quarters. But uh, what's what's sort of been uh, the difficulty with the road, or is it just they're taking on good opponents at their places?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously the the road schedule has been one of the hardest in the Mountain West. I mean, you look at those, there's three Mountain West losses are at Air Force, Boise State and UNLV and I mean obviously those are three of the top four teams in the the conference right now and uh, I mean Air Force was right outside the AP top 25 and UNLV is also right outside the top 25 so I mean these are these are almost ranked losses at that point but at the same time like you can't you're not going to win a conference if you can't win on the road and I, I think part of that is their offense just hasn't traveled, and I, I don't know. It's hard to kind of put your finger on one one thing or a couple of things, but they they've not shown up on offense, and they've not shown up on offense specifically in the second half. And two of these three conference road games that they've lost, uh, they've been shut out in the second half. They were shut out against Boise State and UNLV, and. Obviously like you said you, you you're already at a disadvantage playing on the road and then you go and spot UNLV twenty one points in the first five minutes, uh, it's kinda of uphill sledding from there. So I, I don't I don't know specifically one thing, but it's it's kind of a consistently consistent on the road, which has gotta be pretty frustrating for Wyoming fans, especially in Craig Bull's tenth year as the head coach.
0: I feel like uh, as fans, we follow all the bowl projections and take a look week to week at where uh, some of the the analysts have us going. Are you hearing anything about uh, bowl chatter for what Wyoming's postseason could look like?
1: Yeah, I think I haven't heard anything concrete. I mean, obviously, everybody kind of has their own projection systems, but it'll come down to um, Colorado State, Utah State. Both are at five wins right now, so I mean, if they if they both win this weekend, you're going to have eight bowl eligible teams in the Mountain West out of out of twelve teams. So they don't have. Uh, I mean, obviously, the order it goes in for um, bowl ties with the Mountain West, but now, obviously, whatever teams are left once those tie bowl ties are full, then you can kind of go kind of go wherever you're picked. But uh, I would be surprised if they went back to the Arizona Bowl just because they were there last year and I would not be surprised if they end up in either Boise or Albuquerque but uh, we'll see
0: I know uh, a lot of Wyoming fans are hoping that Idaho trip doesn't happen be- just because of the cold weather there, but uh, I want to go somewhere warm in December. Uh, and then uh, maybe my final uh, Wyoming football question for you here quickly. I know uh, Craig Bowl has kind of been under the spotlight a little bit just from social media fans starting to sort of buzz about his future. Have you gotten any sense as to the future of Craig
1: Uh, he, so I wrote a column, uh, last week. Uh, I mean, obviously so in his last press conference. It kind of came up of, about the idea of retirement. So his, his contract, he signed that. uh, I think it was a one year extension in, in 2020 he signed. So that will be his contract next year will be that extension. So he will be he's getting paid. He'll get paid the same amount next year as he did this year, which is around $2.3 million, uh, which is obviously the highest, highest paid coach in the Mountain West as of right now. And then the fifth highest paid group of five coach. Um, and I don't, so, I mean, obviously I I don't see him retiring when he has a guaranteed two and $2.3 million coming his way. If he just comes back for another year, uh, and I think, kind of after that, which the whole my whole column was basically about like Tom Berman of the athletic director, I mean you kind of have to make a decision, do you want to extend him? will you let are you is Craig bold has he earned the the right to to kind of go out on his own terms and you just keep extending him until he doesn't want it anymore, or do you decide hey, these seven, eight win seasons aren't enough. We want to win the Mountain West and you haven't done it in 10 years. So there's going to be some decisions there. I I would be shocked if he retires after this year, just because like I said, he's due $2.3 million next year. Um, But I would, he, and he said uh, last Monday, he said he would not, he would never go anywhere else. Like if he's, when he retires, it's going to be uh, here at Wyoming. So whenever that is, I don't. I would maybe if I had to guess, maybe after next year, but um, nothing concrete yet.
0: Alex Taylor, again, our guest, University of Wyoming beat writer from YO Sports uh, in the Mountain West. Is this UNLV's conference to lose? Who's going to end up with the championship, or is Boise ultimately going to come storming back and have something to say about this?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Interesting because the top four teams play this weekend. So uh, Air Force and Boise. I I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with Air Force. They've been. I mean, obviously they've been going. They have um, a ton of injuries right now. They're lead, they were without their starting quarterback, their leading rusher, and their leading receiver, and their number one cornerback. Uh, last week against UNLV. And I'm, I'm not sure if those guys are coming back yet, but I think this is, like you said, I mean, from the way that things have played out and just seeing seeing them play and when Wyoming played them in Vegas, I mean, UNLV is definitely the team the team to beat right now. They're definitely the favorite to be hosting that Mountain West title game next week. Um, and they just got to get to San Jose State uh, and obviously a win there guarantees them home field and then um i know there's some crazy because this is the first year the mountain west hasn't done divisions um and so this is the first year that you're seeing uh some of these tiebreakers come in because i know there's uh, some crazy scenarios with the bottom three teams like san jose state air force and uh and boise where it could come down to depending on who wins this weekend it could come down to some computer rankings which I think I saw Air Force was in the lead of that but that's going into this weekend so I don't know it could be interesting but if I had to pick I would definitely definitely say this is UNLV's it's been a special year for them and I don't see it ending uh next weekend or the weekend after that so we'll see
0: Yeah, I got to squeeze one basketball question in here before I let you go. And then maybe uh, later, we'll have the opportunity to chat more basketball. But uh, low expectations for the Wyoming men's team this year. And I know we've had a small sample size to see them in action. But uh, do you do you have uh, expectations that are higher for the Mountain West uh, for uh, where Wyoming is going to finish than the Mountain West preseason poll indicated? Or do you think that was appropriate for Wyoming?
1: Uh, I think they're uh, – I think where they were picked was not surprising. I think – I, I want to say I picked them eighth in um, and that's just based off of you didn't – you've never seen any of these guys play together before, ever. Uh, and so that was kind of the logic. I mean, obviously with the, they're off to a four-and-one start. They have two wins over uh, tournament teams from last year in that Myrtle Beach Invitational. I mean – and it looks like they they hit on um, a couple of these transfers. Obviously, Sam Griffith and Quocot averaging a combined, like, 36 points right now. Uh, obviously, you got to get the turnovers cleaned up, but I think the Mountain West is a really competitive league, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if they outplay their expectations by a wide margin. I mean, you've seen... UNLV kind of struggle. I know San Diego State lost a game. I think Boise State lost a game. Obviously, they're playing good schedules, but anything can happen when, uh, when that Mountain West schedule starts up. And I think if they I, – I think the kicker is going to be um, getting Mason Walters back, the uh, former NAIA player of the year last year at a, the University of Jamestown in North Dakota. Uh, he's obviously – he's out. He had, I think he, I don't know if he had surgery but he I, he hurt a ligament in his thumb so he's projected to miss the non-conference portion of the season but we also heard that same thing about Grammy K last year so we'll see but I think if if he gets back and he's healthy starting five plus the next two, three, four guys coming off the bench I mean they're going to be they have the potential to be a very, very dangerous team this this uh this winter.
0: awesome. Like to hear that for sure. Alex uh, I know we can follow you on Twitter. You can go to Yosports dot net. Any other plugs or ways we can keep up with your work?
1: No, just uh, in the Cheyenne uh our Wyoming Tribune Eagle, Laramie Boomerang, Rollins Times, and uh Rock Rock Springs uh Rocket Miner.
0: All right. It's perfect. We, uh, we look forward to more work and appreciate all you do, but uh, have a, a great Thanksgiving, and thanks for taking time out of your week to join us.
1: Anytime, Jerry. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, appreciate it. Have a good Thanksgiving. This is the story of The
0: One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.